0: Everybody, it's David Holly here with much appreciated. I'm glad to see you guys again. I know it's been a minute since I've been on here, and um, I'm sorry about the week off. We just had a lot of stuff going on. I had family in from out of town. I actually had family in from out of town this week as well. Last week, my parents came in to stay with us for a few days, and this week, uh, Jessica's parents came in to stay with us for a few days. And it's just so great to spend time with them. And so, in the midst of all of that, I just really want to focus on what I needed to get focused on. Also, last week was our big night to shine weekend so we got a chance to, you know, open up our church to, you know, so many families from around this area and some that traveled in from from afar to, you know, be a part of um, Night to Shine where we got to witness to and really minister to them, all these people that have, you know, special needs and disabilities and be able to just pour love into them and just give them a great night. And it was just such a blessing to be a part of. So we spent a lot of time over the last week or so really getting our church ready for that. And on top of that, our campus is, you know, as uh, always growing and doing great things. And so I've just really been busy. And so, you know, if I had to put something on the back burner, unfortunately, I have to put something like this on the back burner. But it's been such a blessing to, you know, be a part of all these things. And I'm really, really thankful that God has opened up the door for that. A lot of you are probably man thinking right now, I didn't know David wore glasses. <laughs> Actually, yes, I do. Um, so I've worn glasses for... Um, you know, since I was six, pretty much six or seven. And, um, I usually wear contacts and, uh, but every now and then about once a week, I try to take a night or a day and just wear glasses for most of the day to let my eyes have a rest and because I'm going to be wearing contacts most of the week and so today was my day to wear uh, glasses and so um, I just am excited about what I want to share with you guys tonight and I uh, it's going to be a an ongoing thing I'll probably bring up from time to time and that is I have created another podcast uh, but I'm not going to be talking on it very much all I did was the intro and the outro for it everything else I'm leaving up to the greatest preacher to ever live in my opinion and that's my Papa my granddad on my mom's side my mom's dad uh, brother Henry Melton um, I call him Papa and uh, he uh, pastored my home church faith church in Florence Alabama for over 40 years and he uh, he took the job as uh, lead pastor of Faith Tabernacle Church of God at the time uh, in November of 1959. My mom was one month old when he took the job, and he pastored that church from 1959 all the way into the early 2000s. And he uh, it was just such a blessing. To you know, I was born in 1985. So he was my pastor from birth. You know, he they prayed for me in my mom's womb when they found out she was going to have me. They prayed for me all nine months. They dedicated me in that church. I got saved in that church. I got baptized with the Holy Spirit in that church. I got, uh, um, you know, called to ministry at a church camp from that church. So so much of my life was under the leadership of my papa. And um, like I said, in my opinion, he's the greatest preacher to ever live. And so what I've had the honor to do is create a podcast where I'm taking messages that he preached for such a long time. And Back then, they didn't record them on CDs or digitally because, of course, that stuff wasn't really around yet. So a lot of the messages I'm uh, taking from him are on these things right here, cassette tapes. And this one is April the 30th of the year 2000. I don't know if y'all can see that. April 30th, 2000, uh, Sunday, the PM service, uh, BH for Brother Henry. And so um, it's just so cool. I've got a whole box of these things. Um, Right over here. And so uh, what I've been doing is I've been taking these things and I've been converting them into digital form. And that's just one box of about six or seven that he has. And so I'm going to be working my way through them. It's going to take me quite a while. It's probably going to take me uh, probably one to two years to do it. But I'm so excited about it because I've got this really cool device right here called the Super USB Cassette Capture Device. And um, what you do is you put a cassette tape in. As a matter of fact, I've got one of his sermons in here ready to go. You put a cassette tape in and then you um, hook it up to your um, to your computer with a USB-C plug right here. And then um, once you do that, you uh, set the volume and then you can record it right into your computer in a capture program and I use GarageBand. And so I've got GarageBand going. And so basically what you do is you play the tape and it just plays, and as it plays, GarageBand captures the audio through this device, and therefore the audio becomes digital, and then you can save it, and you'll always have it. And so it's just really, really cool to, to be able to do this. And so, like I said, in order to do it correctly, I've got to play the I've got to play the sermon. And so I've got to let the whole sermon play out. And so I'm listening to them. But that's a great thing. Other thing about this is that I can put it on monitor audio while it's converting. And so I can actually listen to my papa preach for all these years ago. And as a pastor now who's been doing this. You know, I've been, I've been in ministry since I was 16 years old. So 23 years I've been in ministry of some way, shape or form. Uh, But I've been in full-time ministry, getting paid as my full-time living um, since the year 2010. And so I've been doing this for, you know, going on 14 years now. And so in the role that I'm in now as a campus pastor, where I'm preaching every single week, pretty much. Um, And, you know, leading a campus of uh, volunteers and, and the, the staff that's under me and all of that, to be able to hear my papa preach now is so different than when I was listening to him, you know, in my childhood years and teenage years and early 20s when he was my pastor. You know, at that point, you're listening to him and, you know, you're, you're forming, you know, how to read the Bible, how to pray and, you know, how to, you know, glean from God's Word. And when he shares a story from the Bible, it might be the first time I've ever heard it. And so I get to hear my papa teach me from the Bible and pastor me from the Bible. And now sitting in the seat that I am now, I'm listening to him preacher to preacher, pastor to pastor. And so I'm listening to how he words things, how he phrases things, when he chooses to pause, when he chooses to say something that he's already said before, when he chooses what he chooses for his point one, point two, and point three to be. You know, I'm really just... Catching so much of the art of the way he preaches, and it just reinforces to me again that he is, in my opinion, you know. And I, I have a lot of people that I listen to. I listen to Chris Hodges from Church of the Highlands, I love John Bevere, you know. I listen to TD Jakes, I, John Hagee, you know, um, uh, so many great men and women. Preachers that are out there that I listen to Pastor Jay West at Kingwood, Pastor Jeremy Sims, who used to be at Kingwood, now he's down in Florida. Um, of course, our pastors here uh, at a Refuge Church where I'm at, Pastor Matt Smith, the lead pastor, Micah Cottrell, the Mark Tree pastor. Um, and just so listening to all these great men and women for that matter, there's a lot of women out there Lisa Bevere, um, you know, and uh, uh, Joyce Meyer, I've listened to several of her messages. Um, and, uh, you know, so there's just so many men and women that are masters on the on the platform masters at how they construct a message and what they talk about and how they 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 convey the word of god uh to the congregation but to listen to my papa the passion at which he exudes love and just um and just a you know a true heart for not only god and god's word for the people he's talking to, I mean, th- there's times in the messages when he's when if you'll when you get a chance to listen to them, and and matter of fact, I'll go ahead and plug it right now. Go to YouTube, YouTube.com, uh, and then the channel is "Isn't He Wonderful." I S N T a posh I S N apostrophe T. Is not he wonderful? And you can find it on YouTube. You can also find it on Spotify, Apple podcasts, iHeartRadio. radio. Uh, those are the top three. I think it's on uh, overcast and a couple other one, smaller ones as well, but it's on all the major pop podcast platforms. And so I encourage you right now, go like comment, subscribe, click the bell. So every time a new sermon drops on that channel, you can uh, listen to it immediately. Um, and, uh, on, a, on the uh, podcast platforms, you know follow and leave a comment, leave a five-star rating for it. I'd really appreciate that. Uh, but like I said, when you hear Papa preach, when you hear Brother Henry Melton preach, you just sense this sense of of love and family. There's times in his messages, he'll just start talking to someone he sees sitting in the crowd, you know, about, hey, remember, brother, when this happened? Or, hey, how you doing today? It's so good to see you in church today. And it's just such a a family dynamic where he just makes you feel loved and he makes you feel appreciated and he makes you feel valued that you're in the room or that you're listening to him and you know the stories he shares of people that he's been talking to, or are growing up in, in the house he grew up in. The older years when he used to pastor on the the hill on the Cherry Hill in Florence, Alabama. The first church, church building, um, and now Faith Church, you know, is thousands of people, multiple campuses across Florence, Alabama, Muscle Shoals, and then Lawrenceburg, Tennessee, and just the legacy of Henry Melton is so powerful in the muscle in the shoals valley and powerful in the in the in the tennessee mississippi alabama georgia all all over the southeast my papa's name because people just know him as this you know this real you know, mighty man of God who, but even more than that, they know him as a man who loves people I can tell you so many stories and and people that are my family that are watching this are going to start laughing. We would we would go to eat with them, you know, one or two Sundays a month after church. My mom and dad would take him to lunch. And when we go to get a restaurant, we'd sit down and the waiter would come to take our drink orders and everything. And Papa's seat was empty. Why? Because he was walking around the room talking to people. He would shake hands and he would tell jokes and, and he, he would have all of his one-liners and his, the joke he just read in the Reader's Digest. He was trying to try it out on people. He would, he would shake someone's hand and make them laugh and smile and they go, hey, that's a great smile. You're not a politician, are you? I mean, he, he had these, these zingers and these liners that would just make everybody feel at ease with him. Even if this is the first time they've ever met him, by the end of a 15-second, 30-second conversation... They could have talked to him for hours. He just had this. He had, and he still does. He's ninety years old, you know, and and still full of life and full of grace and full of just the 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 power of God in his life. I, I still. Love t- sitting down, talking to him, hearing stories and, and hearing him share the word of God and encourage me with the word of God. And, you know, I, I told Jessica when I was transcribing some of the messages, I've done like 10 to 11. And I'm going to be working on, like I said, so many more. But I'm, my goal is to drop one to two per week. And so I'm listening to him, you know, while I'm working on my sermons or while I'm working on, you know, office work or putting together things for the campus or whatever. While I'm doing that in my office here, I have the the messages Encoding and I'm recording them. And so I'm listening to him, and it just is so encouraging to, you know, to think about, you know, that this is where I come from. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible in Genesis where, you know, Isaac goes to dig up the wells of his father and dig up the wells that his father Abraham had dug or that his family had already dug. And some of them were captured by his enemies and some of them had been filled up and some of them had been lost or some of them had run dry. And Isaac starts digging up the old wells, but then he also digs up some new wells. And the my my to listen to my papa's messages, It's just such pure living water to drink from. It's a well of the glory of God, a well of the presence of God, a well of the word of God that now I'm getting to drink from again from a brand new perspective. And just, I don't don't even remember exactly how it came to me. I just know that, you know, I was thinking, you know, my papa's 90 years old, you know, he's not going to be on this earth much longer. And, you know, I just wanted to make sure that his, his messages didn't die with him. I wanted to make sure that that the greatest preacher who ever lived that his work could continue on. Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord for their works do follow them. And I wanted his works to follow him. I wanted his messages to have a place where where people could go back and listen to them and it's just been so encouraging that I've only posted one as of the as of this recording. I've only posted one message and the podcast already has you know, nearly a hundred followers on, on nearly a hundred subscribers on YouTube. And that message has over 200 clicks, 200 listens. And I just checked today. And I think the message is 30 minutes long. It's already been listened to for 25 hours. That means that 60 people you know, or fifty people excuse me, listen to the message all the way through to get it up to twenty five hours. And probably some people started it and stopped it, or some people started it for a minute and then said, you know what, I'm not sure if this is for me. I'll come back and try it again later or whatever. And but still the fact of that there's a demand for this. That people who know my papa, that friends, family, people that grew up under him as their pastor, people that are from other churches where he came to minister, people that are from revivals he came to preach at, people that he did their wedding or he did a funeral for someone in their family, they love him. And they're so excited that his messages are going to be able to you know stay around for as long as I can keep this thing going. And so, you know, it's a labor of love for me, but it truly is just an honor to be able to give back. Not only to my family and my and the legacy and the, and the the heritage that I come from, but to give back to the kingdom of God that one of the and true, I know this is like the sixth time I've said it, but I don't care that in my opinion truly the greatest preacher to ever live, his messages will be able to be heard for years to come, multiple generations coming after my generation. Can find this man and listen to him, and I will constantly be promoting it, you know, all the time in my ministry as the number one influence in my life in terms of the the platform ministry. Papa was the one when I was four years old in my basement in our in the house my parents live in right now. When I was four years old in that basement, a lot of us were hanging out down there um, and just you know, um, you know, really. Having fun in in the basement while the house was being finished and they were moving stuff into it, and Papa just kind of looked at me and said, "You know what, David? I I I want you to preach like me someday, and I want to give you the church someday." And you know, at the time he was probably being lighthearted and trying to just encourage me, but I was four years old and I still remember that. I still remember that challenge to me of grow up, son, and 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 be a be a pastor, be a preacher, you know, go after God like I have and. It's always stuck with me. And there's always been this, you know, this drawing, you know, in my life towards something bigger than myself. And, you know, I can, I'm never going to be him. I don't want to be him. There's, there's him and then there's me. And I want to be who God's made me to be, you know, and that's one of the things I want to encourage you with this episode today is the calling God has placed on your life. The thing that God has designed you to do, it's unique for you. You know, if God wanted you to be someone else, he would have made you someone else, but he didn't. God made you to be you. You have the DNA of your parents in you, and you may have some personality traits or some quirks or some gifts and talents from your family line in you. I got my papa's hairstyle. I got my papa's comb over up here and my papa's cowlick on my hair. Um, So, you know, we all may have those things. But I'm not my father. I'm not my mother. I'm not my grandfather, my grandmother, any of my family. I'm me. I'm a unique person. And because of that, there's something God has created me to do that nobody else in this world can do. And that's encouraging to me. You know, that God didn't want me to follow in someone else's footsteps. God didn't want me to pick up someone else's slack. God didn't want me to live in the shadow of someone that I consider to be greater than me. No, God created me to cast my own shadow. God created me to walk out my own path. God created me to, to follow in the footsteps of Christ, not in the footsteps of a person. And so I just want to encourage you today, if you are ever intimidated by someone else, maybe you hear someone pray and you're like, man, I wish I could pray like them. Or you hear someone share the word of God and how do they have that much of the word memorized? Or how, much do, they, how do they know all that stuff? Or it may not even be biblical. You know, how to. How do they know so much about cars or how do they know, how are they so, you know, brain smart or how are they so, you know, techie or how are they so, you know, street smart or comp- or whatever, whatever the category may be. The bottom line is they are who they are supposed to be. And God made you to be who you're supposed to be. So who are you supposed to be? What has God placed inside of you? What does God want? What does God want you to do? That nobody else in this world can do nobody else has your thumbprint nobody else has your DNA nobody else has your voice rate nobody else has your mental capacity nobody else has your walk nobody else has anything that you have you are a unique creation that God has created you to be and because of that you have a calling on your life that only you can fulfill you know, you could pass on some things or teach some people how to do some things, but nobody would be able to do it like you. And so, you know, I, when I think about those things, that's what makes it even more grateful that I had a Papa like like Henry Melton, because he never tried to recreate anybody in his image. He always challenged people and encouraged people to be like Christ. To, and he always pushed people closer to Christ and wanted them to be like Jesus. And you know so when I when I think about those kind of things I'm just so encouraged that that was the role model of a pastor that I have to to lean up against and to look to and now being able to hear his messages every single week sometimes daily and be able to just glean from them and and you know listen to them and let them get into my spirit it's just so great um to hear the voice of my papa You know, telling me how good God is and how awesome God is, and isn't he wonderful? That's what that's the name of the podcast. And that's the reason because Papa would get so excited when he's preaching about something, he'd go, Isn't he wonderful? And everybody in the room would clap or, or, you know, laugh or, or say, Yes, or God is good or something. You know, it's, It's just so encouraging. And so I wanted to take this episode and kind of shine a light on that. So again, go to YouTube or any major podcast platform and search for It Isn't He Wonderful, I-S-N-apostrophe-T, Isn't He Wonderful? And then if it doesn't come right up, type in Henry Melton, and then it'll come right up. You'll find it immediately after you do that. Um, but again, go like comment, subscribe, click the bell, follow, give it a five-star rating. Also, if you're listening to it and the message hits you in your spirit and you want me to pray for you, or you want my Papa to pray for you, I'm going to be sharing a lot of these comments with him. If you want him or my, or me, or anybody that is reading those things to pray for you, Put your prayer request in the comments. Now, if it's something you don't want the whole world to read, of course, say, I have an unspoken request. Would you please pray for me? Because even if we don't know what it is, God knows what it is. And we can just pray over that need, whatever it may be. And God will meet that need right where you are. But again, I just want to say thank you to all of you who like, comment, subscribe to this channel and to this show. And it's an honor and a privilege to bring it to you. And, um, next week's, uh, uh, episode, I'm going to try to turn gears a little bit and get maybe a little more fun. Uh, but every now and then I have to do a spiritual episode because it's just so much who I am. And it's a part of my, of you know, what I love to do and who, and what God's called me to do. And so I love using this platform to show as always that God is much appreciated in my life. And, um, so I just want to thank you again for, for watching this, please like, comment subscribe click the bell if you're listening if you're listening or watching this on an audio podcast platform make sure you like and follow the podcast leave me a comment leave me a five-star rating and um, I just want to say thank you again to my papa for all the years of ministry the dedicated labor of love he gave to the kingdom of God and now he's going to be able to live on much after his time in the hearts and lives of so many people through these messages and through this podcast he is much appreciated and all of you watching and listening to this right now, you are much appreciated. Thank you so much again for listening. Like, comment, subscribe, click the bell, follow, give me a five-star rating. I'll see you in the next episode. You're much appreciated. Have a good day, everybody.